Hello. Welcome to the first and the last episode of my podcast. My name is Carl Joseph Rosadino. In this episode, the only episode, I will be talking about a film, specifically My Winnipeg, a film by Guy Madden, released in 2007. I actually saw this film last year, December 26, 2022. I watched it together with some of my friends and also some friends of my friends on Discord, in our Discord server. During Christmas vacation, we used to watch films together almost every day at midnight when my internet connection is already fast enough to make me watch the film without load interruptions. Afterwards, we would talk about the film that we watched. This film, My Winnipeg, was one of those films. To be honest, I have not rewatched the film since then. And actually, this film is too dense in content. It's maximalist that I would not be able to remember much of it even if I tried. If so, how will I be able to talk about the film? Well, I actually read my chats in our Discord regarding this film. Since I am too lazy, and by lazy I mean in the standard of capitalism, i.e. I am simply just tired, I will only be translating my chats from Bisaya to English. Hopefully, my casual talk with my friends will be enough to provide at least a glimpse of the film. Okay, My Winnipeg by Guy Madden. I've already seen a lot of absurdist films, like the films of Mr. Wazo, Tim Heidecker, and Eric Wareheim, even outsider cinema that are also absurdist, like the films of Ryan Trey Carton and Giuseppe Andrews. My Winnipeg is on that same level of silliness, but rather than philosophically absurd, this is the first time that I've ever seen a film that I could truly categorize as a surrealist comedy. Quote-unquote surreal in the sense that it is more accurate than the surrealist movement by André Breton and his associates. It uses the language of dream censorship, puns, euphemisms, and the like have become literal instead of the surrealist quote-unquote automatism. I was smiling from cheek to cheek the entire time. It was so funny. Like that pun with the place named Bareback introduced by the narrator with the phrase, the condoms come up. Or the LED sign of the abandoned MTS center. The S does not light up anymore, making it an MT center. As in empty center. But aside from it being like a dream, as in the fact and the fiction gets jumbled together, my favorite was the ending. When the narrator slash the protagonist slash the director mentioned that as soon as the people that are close to you disappear, you will gain an attachment to the objects that are near to that person. The images, they become a representation of that person as a quote-unquote ghost. In the film, it was couches. The pictures of the narrator, of his family, they all contained couches. That is how the couches gained for him a new meaning because of the images. There is also a political side. The scene about the dead horses, only their heads being visible. It provides an example of the depoliticization of culture by tourism. The head of the horses has become objects, decontextualized, as if the horses had no life in the first place. They have become a product 
considered as exotic, new, to be consumed by the tourists. There is actually so much content that I cannot describe all of it. In summary, this film is the most subjective, quote-unquote, documentary. And that is all. Thank you for listening. Adios.